0: This is the Diet of Brussels. If we vote leave in June, does that mean we're immediately out of the European Union? Now, this is something that's worth exploring a little bit, because we, we've talked about it in other episodes, but actually, looking back through the, the long, long list of uh, titles, we haven't really unpacked what uh, goes on in detail. And I think it's useful to do that, because... Uh, I think there's a degree of confusion amongst uh, politicians uh, as well as uh, the media um, about what actually happens uh, if there is a, a, a vote to leave on the 23rd of June. The thing that guides all this is uh, the treaties uh, that are agreed, that form the basis of the European Union. Um, and you know, there's a, a usual protocol in international law about what you do if you want to leave a, a treaty. Um, but the European Union's uh, slightly different, and it actually set up a, a specific procedure uh, in its last revision, the Lisbon Treaty, about what happens if a country wants to leave. Now, uh, that uh, provision, which is called Article Fifty, uh, basically sets out a mechanism for for exit. Now, the reason that this exists is that uh, partly there was pressure from the UK uh, to show that uh, there was a pathway uh, for out. Um, But also, it's recognition of the fact that because of the nature of the EU, uh, which is very broad, which reaches into lots of different areas of uh, public policy, uh, requires a lot of uh, institutional changes and adaptations, it's probably sensible to have a more structured uh, process for exit rather than simply saying hello, we're leaving, uh, goodbye. So let's just talk about uh, what Article 50 requires. So uh, any country uh, can uh, withdraw uh, and decide to withdraw. Um, So as long as it follows its own requirements, uh, it can do that. So essentially it's underlining the first point that... uh, There's no specific uh, lock or block that's uh, imposed uh, by the treaties uh, on member states, that they are uh, completely free agents in that respect. Now, a country that decides to notify uh, the union of its uh, decision to leave uh, then sets up this Article 50 procedure. Um, So that's what would happen uh, after the uh, 23rd of June, where you say... Uh, where well, the British would say, we want to leave, at which point uh, the union then agrees uh, a, a an agreement with the UK about what uh, arrangements should be made for the withdrawal, um, and particularly setting out the future relationship. Now that's done uh, on the basis of uh, all of the member states uh, coming together um, it then needs to be approved by the uh, Council of Ministers, uh, which is uh, going to represent different member states, and it also needs the approval of the European Parliament. Now, uh, the country uh, that's involved, so in this case the UK, wouldn't be part of those majorities, so its MEPs wouldn't get to vote on things and its um, ministers and uh, the Prime Minister wouldn't get to vote on any decisions uh, in that. But what uh, is important here is that uh, you have a structured pathway to leaving, but it's a structured pathway which requires uh, mutual assent. It needs to be acceptable not just to the UK, but also to the EU, uh, including the European Parliament, which means that uh, there needs to be some kind of uh, mutual uh, uh, balancing and uh, support uh, for the terms that come. Now, importantly, uh, Article 50 says that this is a two-year process, that from the date of notification, there are two years in which to do this. And uh, you can uh, agree to uh, extend that uh, period uh, if you've got the uh, unanimous approval of the European Council, which is made up of the uh, heads of state and government, uh, including the UK. Now, the issue really is, uh, is there an incentive to keep on dragging these things out? Well, possibly, if you feel that you're very close and you just need a bit more time. But also, uh, it might be that some member states say, well, the UK needs to leave and we uh, have to do that. Um, At the point at which uh, the withdrawal agreement is approved... Uh, If that's within the two years, then that's the point at which membership actually ends and the new arrangements begin. Um, Otherwise, uh, after two years, um, membership lapses anyway. And if there's no agreement, then you revert back to norms of international law. And this is really where we get into the uh, difficulties about what that might involve. And I've talked about that a bit uh, elsewhere when I talked about most favoured nation status. So there are uh, fallbacks outside of this uh, process. But in the first instance, uh, a no vote doesn't mean uh, immediate uh, non-membership. It means the opening of uh, potentially two years of negotiation. And this is partly where the uh, recent media reports about the uh, period of uncertainty come from, that uh, because this has never been done before, this procedure, nobody entirely knows what the terms of that uh, post-membership relationship will look like.